This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At one minute to three, glorious sunshine beamed across Mansfield. Beautiful blue skies. What a nice day it was. Only one thing could ruin the day, and that was Mansfield Town's performance. However, Nigel Clough and his players had other ideas. Mansfield Town won. Morecambe nil the score at the One Core Stadium this afternoon. Mansfield Town back to winning ways thanks to Jordan Bowery's 40th minute goal after three consecutive defeats left us lingering at the wrong end of the stadium and starting to worry about that gap closing. The worry has eased a little bit, the sunshine still blaring. What a day this has turned out to be. Get your comments in now and have your say on your team as the Stags are back to winning ways. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters, as does picking up three points on a glorious Saturday afternoon. Get involved with the show now and have your say in the comments as Mansfield Town beat Morecambe by a goal to nil at the Wonkor Stadium.
Jordan Bowery's first half strike, the difference then at the One Call Stadium this afternoon. Mansfield Town back to winning ways at long last. It seemed like an eternity, even though the games came thick and fast, as did the defeats. That winning feeling, as Nigel Clough said in the week, certainly one in which we have missed. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. As always, have your say in the comments uh, throughout this live feed and let us know your thoughts on the game today with, the, like I say, Jordan Barry's the strike. The difference between the two teams. Joining me, usually we would have uh, Cam Felton joining us as well, but for some reason hey, he's switched allegiances to another sport and rugby seems to matter uh, for him. He'll have to try harder next time, otherwise... I'll have to, I don't know, hook him out or so. I don't know, I don't know how that works. Uh, joining me though, one man who uh, this week, his high this week, has been answering the door to a pigeon. It's Mr Nathan Edge. How are you? I mean, it's easy to get higher than that, isn't it, really? But uh, thankfully the stags have, uh, have done the job. Uh, I'm very, very well after that. Uh, you know, Pre-match on the Facebook Live show that we do, I, I said I'd be happy if we can just put in a decent performance and keep a clean sheet and get a point. Well, we did one, we took it one step further today, so I'm very, very happy. Yeah, absolutely. How would you say we took uh, we, we took it one step further? Well, obviously we got all three points, and that's all that matters at the minute. Just to, as we said, we're getting a little bit closer to those, um, to, to that relegation zone, you know, with with, uh, with Southend winning on Wednesday night, but that win for us, win, like, so we need to get a few more wins on the board and that was a, a very good way of doing it and with a clean sheet. Yeah, did not expect it. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't expect a clean sheet against a, a good Morecambe side who, uh, you know, are holding their own in the playoffs. They've had a very, very good season uh, this season. They'll be very frustrated, but I think that's credit to the way we uh, we set ourselves up, which I'm sure we'll delve into in a minute. But uh, we'll also look at the end of the show about the league table, but just obviously uh, as full-time results uh, come in a little bit. The Stags up to 16th after that 37 points on board, uh, which gives them an 11-point uh, buffer between themselves and uh, the bottom two. Barrow losing 1-0 today. Uh, and also, if you want to be uber-pessimistic, I mean, I'm not good. I don't think anybody should be after the uh, the little run we had, and that showed how dangerous things could be. But 10 points still uh, off the playoff places with a game in hand. But, uh, you know, more on that later down the line and whatever. For me, it was all, it's all about just focusing on getting the points today creating that buffer again and then uh, seeing where we go. There's a lot of football still to be played and a lot of twists and turns still to come this season. Get your comments in and have your say on your team. Clive has kicked us off saying, it was certainly no classic, fellas. However, in the scheme of things, this might go down as one of our most important results this season. Uh, Victor says, getting you yellows, we're back. Uh, Andrew says, uh, Andy says, finally come on you stags. Roy says, I thought this might have been a tough game, but we were so much better than them, if only a... But well played, lads. Uh, you deserved it. James says, great win today. Jason Law, man of the match. Nick says, very solid defensively. An excellent result. Helen says, ground out a big win. Well done, the Stags. Uh, David says, well done, lads. Ethan says, come on, the boys. Uh, great performance. Maris Quinn and Barry were outstanding. Uh, only negative being Reed just can't hold the ball up as well. Uh, he should have uh, got a, a goal as well but uh, great win either way uh, Roger says a good battling performance Mark says massive win um, Wayne says well what a difference a new player makes even though he didn't play great performance from the defence uh, and team overall only one team ever going to win the Stags the better side by far keep your comments coming and I'll come to uh, some more of those in just a second uh, as Wayne mentioned in the comment there of course the Stags did make an addition uh, to the squad yesterday in case you missed it earlier on uh, who 
who was also on the uh, on the bench today. We've sent Aaron O'Driscoll out on loan to uh, to Irish side Longford Town, and we've brought in uh, an experienced central defender, ex Oxford, uh, ex Sheffield United, uh, Jake Wright, thirty uh, four year old, who uh, has been with us for about six to eight weeks uh, on trial. Uh, he's got a deal until the end of May. He was on the bench um, today. Uh, lots of people, Nathan Edge, in the early comments uh, within that sort of saying uh, the, the same thing, really, very a very similar thing, which of course is um, you know how big a win that could be. We were saying it before in the in the pre-match podcast about um, the run of form which we're on and the fact that we needed to try and sort of tighten that a little bit more and, and sort of break that mindset and break that spell. Uh, we've done that, and I think that is a huge, huge win. I think three or four more wins, uh, I think, you know, we, we could be uh, able to breathe a little bit more of a sigh of relief. What I don't want this to become, though, in the grand run of fixtures we've got next month is just one win out of X amount of games. We've got to back this up on Tuesday night again and, and find that groove once more. Yeah, I mean, we were saying about the reason why today's such a big win. You've obviously, first of all, got the aspect of the fact that we were, you know, at kickoff just eight points away from, from relegation, which so it's, a, it's a decent-ish buffer, but, you know, you can very easily get dragged into it. So first of all, it's to widen that gap. That's the, the first thing we obviously needed to do. But second of all, you look at that, our fixtures coming up, and when you look at how busy March is and, uh, and some tough games in there, we, we needed to sort of uh, try and switch our mentality a little bit, switch our, uh, certainly switch our form, you know, three, three defeats. That, if we lost today, that would have been four consecutive defeats. So um, it was it was important to change the, 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 the mood in the dressing room going into such a, a tough month. And uh, going out there, first of all, getting a win, huge, but to put in a good performance and to also keep a clean sheet when you wouldn't have ever, you wouldn't have expected that given how we've been shipping goals lately. You know, I think we've got a, a lot of things to be positive about, and we've so and it's something now to build on going into these uh, you know runner fixtures. Yeah, absolutely. They're just on screen uh, now. You'll be able to see them if you're watching the Facebook live feed. Uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday the second, Bradford away, seven o'clock kickoff. Uh, then Barrow, big game for us that next Saturday, uh, also away, three o'clock kickoff. Tuesday the ninth, it's Cheltenham at home, and then it's a, an away trip uh, to Crawley on Saturday the thirteenth. Then three consecutive home games starting on Tuesday the sixteenth against. Carlisle Saturday the 20th against Grimsby another huge game uh, is that one in terms of the teams in the rounders and picking up those points uh, and then Forest Green on the 23rd uh, which is a six o'clock kickoff for that one finishing the month uh, away to Tranmere Rovers you know as we look at it in and around there Nath teams in and around us the two important fixtures which stand out for me straight away are obviously that trip to Barrow next Saturday and then that home uh, the home game with Grimsby on the 20th, they're the two games for me we need to be coming away with maximum points. And if we can get maximum points in those games, I'll certainly be of a much, much more positive mindset, um, regardless of what we do in between those games, because, you know, we've beat them, we've, we've kept that stretch, we've not allowed them to, to close any gaps on us. Yeah, I mean, that, that in some ways, with those winning those two games, and obviously there's a lot of football to be played in between them all, but there's, that you know, that could almost guarantee guarantee ourselves uh, you know safety um you know so in in that aspect they 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 could be uh it's a really big games obviously if we can pick up points in the others in the in the meantime which which obviously we, we we'll have to we'll aim to do um you know the the hopefully the 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 points gap will be you know a decent enough gap so we're not going into those games with a, with a massive amount of pressure thinking you know i mean obviously battle won't be a 
be able to overtake us by next week. But you know, certainly by the Grimsby game, depending on how both teams you know do between then, it could. You know, we don't want it to be a close game. You know, we want to make sure we keep a nice gap. Um, you know, throughout the season now. So, uh, which I just like to say, eleven points. You know, that's, that's a great. That's a good number. We've we've been around nine and ten, haven't we, for for a while? So it's it's creeping up to a bigger gap, which is what we obviously want. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know another. Uh, another win uh, results have certainly gone for us in that respect uh, as well and uh, hopefully you know widen that gap a little bit more those games as we say will be crucial uh, Rob says uh, will two more wins guarantee survival 43 points should be enough I don't necessarily think it will it will guarantee it because I think there's still a lot of swings uh, to go before the end of the season but I think if we can get a let's say we've got an 11 point buffer now as it is um, between ourselves and Barrow, um, I don't think there'll be like Nathan says. I don't think there'll be scope for too much change in that by the time we come to play them uh, in a week's time. Um, but I, I certainly think if we can get up to a 15, 16 point buffer by the time we play Grimsby between ourselves and the bottom two, I think that Nathan Edge would be enough. Well, I'm just trying to think. Obviously, then we're going into... Because uh, Grimby's right at the end of the month, isn't it? Yes. So then we're going to April, so there can't be that many matches left um, at that point. So, um, you know, like, like, I think you know, you, you'll probably want to aim for three or four wins to guarantee safety. But like I say, if we can get those two two big games, two big wins against Barrow and Grimsby, you know, they're two that are, that are down there at the moment, then, um, you know, then I'd like to say, yeah, but like you said, you, you can't be too comfortable because you just never know what happens. You know, we've, we've, we've gone on a bit of a bad run. Some of the teams have picked up and there's still a lot of games to be played. So, you know, we're hoping that we've stabilised ourselves a little bit now and we can be a bit more settled going into games, certainly defensively. So, you know, hopefully we can be, we can pick up some more points. But you look at, you know, just looking into Tuesday night, for example, Bradford, uh, I'm not sure what they've done today because I've not um, not checked the one, results. One two one today. They've won. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but so then they're they're on a cracking run of form. So uh, you know, they they were not long ago they were down there. So you know, teams can put runs together. This I think one thing like like today, just our game for a prime example, um, and we're seeing it throughout the throughout the league um, on Tuesday night. Anyone can seem to beat anybody. You know, you've got Exeter who've lost lost two 0 today to, to Crawley in the early kickoff, and everyone would have probably expected Exeter to come away with a win there. So it's very tight across the league, really, apart from the bottom two at the moment. And I think that just shows how close it is and how easy teams can sort of get themselves on a bit of a run. It's it's a close league. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want another example in that as well, is look two or three weeks ago where Bolton were. They've won 1-0 against Barrow today, albeit done as a favour in, in some respects, um, and, and got themselves just into the playoffs by, uh, by just... Uh, a point so uh, yes. lots of uh, ways to do I mean I hope they, they bottle it and, and you know screw it up because oh, just to absolutely. annoy their fans keep your comments uh, coming in uh, Clive says don't even think about the playoffs this season is about staying up Roger says we uh, had a bit of a look right at the death when uh, Sub nearly completely missed the ball no classic uh, a lot of uh, not on the same wavelength but they got the great uh, but they got the result uh, Barry great today uh, Martin says good performance confidence builder three Three points in a clean sheet. Uh, Wayne says, Craig, stop mentioning the playoffs. Let's take, it, take each game as they come. Uh, laughing out loud. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, pessimist Craig will always live long uh, here. Um, and, you know, before the game and uh, with the run we were on, I was right. And, you know, this this 
little one nil victory today hasn't won hasn't changed the course of our season you know when we're not all of a sudden back in that swing to go for it we've got to back it up on tuesday and back it up in in the uh in the next game it's it's all about like we've said for a long time just being able to put ourselves in the best position uh momentum wise to go again next season with you know four five six possibly seven or eight uh stronger additions uh like i say keep your comments coming in um what does reed bring to that team answer is nothing says paul roy says last week i told you we needed to uh, attack the six yard box and bingo nearly uh, near post spot on hope he doesn't change it for tuesday uh, victor thinks three more wins will do it um uh, Martin says, uh, look, much better at the back with uh, Gordon and Bennett at fullback. We conceded uh, needless goals when Perch was right back and McLaughlin at left back. Um, Roger says, Morecambe looked an average side to me. How are they in the top six? Um, Dave says, thought Quinn had his best game today. Law, Bowery and Gordon were solid and good to see Benning back. Did okay. I thought Maris was outstanding, got kicked to death. Paul says, Quinn had a good game today. And Pedro says, Stags loads better. Morecambe pretty average. I reckon 45 points is a safe target for us. Keep your comments uh, coming in. We'll have your votes for Man of the Match later on in the show um, as well. Let's talk about that balance at fullback there, Nathan. It was mentioned uh, in, mm. the, in the comments. Um, I'm going to start on the left-hand side because I think we, we've we've touched upon Callum Gordon and what he offers quite a lot um, today. Although we will talk about that because he played with Jason Law today, who I thought was immense. Um, but let's talk left-hand side for a minute. For me, this isn't you know this is not a slag off of any particular player, um, and it's not a cri- criticism. But for me, whenever Stephen McLaughlin plays on the left-hand side, I don't think him and Jordan Bowery work as a pairing. I, I don't think they've got. Um, enough about them as a pair to link up together and create that movement. Jordan Barry had a cracking game today on that left-hand side, and I think a lot of that, Nath, is owed to uh, to the work done by Mel Benning. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, and I think uh, quite a lot of people have been, been saying the same when McLaughlin was in the team. You know, there were people, although uh, there, there are some critics of Sir Mal out there, but I think since we've dropped back into the four at the back, um, you know, when 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 Mal was in the team, he he looked a, a, a bit like the old Mal that we knew once knew. Uh, he seemed really settled in there, and I think it I think it does suit him better than what the back uh, back three did when we were playing him out sort of left wing. Um, so you've got that aspect of him linking up going forward with, uh, with the likes of, of Quinn and Bowery, but I think defensively as well. Somebody mentioned it in the comments earlier. Um, you know, somebody said. Uh, I can't remember where it was, but somebody was mentioning about sort of how we hadn't really changed the defence uh, because we didn't bring in the new player. Well, for me, you know, we, we it did change quite a lot today because obviously we had Gordon and and, and Benning in. Um, so although we didn't change the the middle two, those two having having the other two around them, I think that made a big difference to that that defence today. And although, you know, we we have seen, you know, for example, on the right hand side, Perch can slot in there. I do think uh, the last few games he he has struggled a little bit there. Um, and having to have Gordon and Mal back in, to, I think made a big difference that back four as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know what Mal offers down that side, I think is uh, is quite good going forward and defensively as well. I think him, if you look at it as a you know as a left side, and you, you sort of put Quinn on the on the left hand side of that midfield trio, 
Benin, Quinn, Bowery all link up very, very well. They complement each other. When Mal goes forward, Quinn will sit in and he'll drop in. And he'll pick up the little second balls and, and start playing. Some good movement down that side as well. And, you know, it showed particularly with the goal um, that that we scored. Excellent set piece uh, delivered by Jason Law uh, in swinging ball, which was really good. We didn't give up on the second ball. We, we kept it quite well. Um, and then, you know, Stephen Quinn opens up his body, creates a little bit of space, delivers a, a, a ball into a good area. Barry's run perfectly executed. Um, excellent little um, bit of movement from him. Tucks it home very nicely indeed. We had three or four opportunities uh, like that which we which we created and, and that gave us some good attacking flair down that left-hand side and got more out of Jordan Barry which we've not seen over the past three or four games since Stephen McLaughlin in particular, not just picking him out but just since he's been in right hand mm. side as well um, you know Kellen Gordon we know what he can offer at, at right back and, and getting forward he had some really good runs uh, today created some good opportunities and linked up very well with Jason Law who again Nathan did not look out of place at all he was absolutely tremendous for me today had a hand in the goal had uh, two or three maybe four or five actually opportunities in the game for either a shot or a pass particularly first half and uh Again, he'll be in my top three today. I thought he was uh, absolutely excellent, and he's really, really taking his chance. And let's not forget as well, in a different position today, he, he, last yeah. two games he's played uh, left side midfield three. Today he plays right side front three. Different game, different tactics altogether that you have to play, and he played it really, really superbly. Yeah, I mean, when the, when the team sheet came out, we we, you know, we, always, we just basically assumed that probably Bowery's going to move over to the right and Lord play on the left, uh, but... Uh, you know, because that's what you sort of naturally would think they'd probably put the law because he's obviously a bit more inexperienced in his regular position. But no, they, he's you know he's put out on the on the right of that front three, and uh, you know, and it certainly did not look out of place. And this was about one of the the big, but you know, if we do end up just finishing mid mid table like we like we hope and just sort of expect for us to do this season, um, you know, we obviously there has been a bit of. When, we, when you talk about January, and obviously, yes, we've had some panicky moments, and you look at the bench, you think well, there's not, not much there. But if we're able to do it, then you look at the benefit it is going to bring to us. Because if we did bring somebody in, Law might not even be getting this opportunity that he's, been getting, that he's getting right now. And, you know, we, we hopefully might be, you know, uncovering a, a decent player for us. You know, he's certainly not looked, he's not looked any worse than anybody that's, uh, you know, been in that front three or front two so far this season. So, is showing that he can more more than do more than enough do the job, and uh, you know he's deserving his, his start, and I you know fully expect him to play again on Tuesday. He's getting a good run in the team, and he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely deserves it, and uh, long may that continue. And you never know between now and the end of the season as well. We might see Tyrese Sinclair and uh, a few other other younger ones involved I in that. And you know I think it, it gives them confidence and. I think one of the, the key things today as well was, um, you know, allowing him to to have that freedom. There was no pressure put on him. He did really well, really well on that right-hand side, uh, putting a, a good performance and uh, uh, putting some good set pieces in today. And, you know, that that was key to our game as well, Nathan. You know, we, we scored from the second phase of play from, a, from a, a set piece. And we had probably four or five set pieces today where we perhaps should have done a little bit better from. But we were still creating chances from, which was quite pleasing to see. That's a been a big criticism of ours over the last couple of weeks or so yeah there's still there's still a bit of room for improvement you know you'd like to see maybe you know Faz Rawson and, and Sweeney or maybe even Wright when he's on the pitch to, to to get on the end of them a bit more but at least we are starting to put better balls into the box you know Maris um, and, and Law sort of 
shared the the duties today of set pieces uh, a lot of the time and they they were a lot better and like we say we although we didn't score directly from a set piece we've at least in that second phase we've uh, you know we kept the pressure on and we've got the goal so um that's what you want you know especially when you know a performance has been much better today but you need you certainly need that on your days where things aren't quite as going going to plan because you, you're always going to get set pieces and that could be where you uh, you go and nick a game and I'm not saying that's what we did today because I think we were we were better it wasn't certainly a, a smashing grab from us we we deserved the win but um you know it, it's another thing for your for your opposition to worry about if we can get on top of these set pieces which we let's be honest we've failed to do for quite some years it's not just a problem this season we've We've been like that for a while, to be fair. I think what pleased me the most today was the fact that we we didn't let um, Tuesday affect us. We didn't let the run of form we've been on affect us. We didn't allow Morecambe to come and dictate the way they wanted to play. You know, we played so well in the first half. We forced Morecambe into a bit of a shape change late on in the in the first half and early in the second half, which sort of killed the game a little bit from our perspective. But um, we had that fight, we had that desire about us a little bit more today, and I think that was uh, that was very very pleasing to see. I, for me, it was a, it was a, a real team effort. You know, there was, uh, I think everybody had a decent game. That, yeah, I think probably only for me it was just only Clark that was probably a bit underparted. Just had a bad day for me, but everyone else had a a really good game today. And there was a lot of battling. You know, you look at the weather comments already about Quinn and and certainly George Maris in the in the middle. Um, battling to get the ball back a lot off off of Morecambe, and uh, I think it goes to show. I, I can't really remember Stone having to make a, a proper save. He he did a lot of tidy work, you know, coming out to to collect crosses, and um, you know, it was, it was off the mark quick when the when balls have been put through to get on the end of them. So you know, Stone had a, had a good game for what he had to do. But as for for shot stopping, I I can't really remember anything that he's had to had to save, and I think that's. Uh, that's a massive compliment to the players out in front of them because it's not been the case up to today. Yes, we got let off the hook right at the end where you know, they're less, you know they, they could have easily uh, equalised when their player completely missed it. But, you know, aside from that, the whole game, they, they really didn't put us under massive amounts of pressure, which is a lot better than what we could say for a lot of recent games. Yeah, it certainly is. And especially late on in, in the game, I mean, I was a little bit worried at 1-0 up um, that we might surrender um, that lead. I felt that we needed a, a second goal, um, especially with the weapon of the long throw, which Morecambe had. But again, that was testament to the way we, we pressed and the way we, we defended uh, late on. George Maris in particular, um, or, you know, a lot of people look at, it, look at what he did and, and say, oh, he just put the ball out for a throw. He just booted it out of play and, and got rid. No, he put it out of play in areas which they couldn't hurt us from. You know, we, we put it in line with, with their own penalty box. We penned them in. We pressed sharply. We, uh, you know, we were, we, were, we were quick to get out and to try and close things down and uh, and control that side of the game and that it's those one two percents which are the difference between getting three points and conceding a late equaliser which absolutely rocks the confidence yeah and I think you know a lot of the players out there we just seem to do a lot of the a lot of the basics right we didn't seem to panic too much um obviously we worked with a team at, at closing Morecambe down when they when they did have the ball and they were coming forward um and we I think probably up to the sort of the last 15 minutes as well I and mean, you know we, we did get a bit of a little bit of nerves but obviously this time we managed to see it out but I think we, we kept the, the ball pretty well as as well we you know we can still get better than that which is a which is a which is a good positive it wasn't the all-round performance you know I think uh, you know, we probably 
could look uh we could be a bit stronger up top you know i think i think reed had an okay game but uh he probably should have scored in the first half where with with the header um and yeah he probably does get knocked off the ball a little bit a little bit so we do need a bit of strength in there uh, dare I say a bit like an Andy Cook, but, <laughs> but uh, you know I still think uh, it, we, you know, we know that the players can can do better than that. So I think it was a oh, just for, you know a massive improvement from where we've been. And uh, like I say, for me this is can hopefully be a building block to you know into into March where we can you know build on this and get some more points on the board. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean it, it's it's you know. When you win a game of football, it does lift you. It does lift your spirits. But it's about what you do next and the the knock on effect from that. We've played thirty games this season now. So what's that? Sixteen games left to go. Um, if we can get a nice little run together, you know, there's a lot of football still to to be played. Um, we've just got to back it up in a sequence. We've seen what you know a poor run of form does for us, does for our confidence, and does for the team. So, you know, hopefully we can back that up a little bit more and. Um, be a bit more positive going forward on the Jamie Reid thing today I think you know I, I agree I think he was it was all right today but he, he lacked a little bit of, of sharpness he lacked a little bit of that press a little bit of that killer instinct maybe because Jason Law was doing that a little bit I'm not not so sure obviously you know mo- moving with a different partner etc but you know that's the only criticism I have of our squad at the moment we don't necessarily have um, that uh, that within our, our ranks to be able to change it I'd like to know uh, what the the deal is with Oli Sarkic, whether he is uh, injured or or just not favoured. I imagine he's out injured because I think you know we wouldn't Surely. have brought we we wouldn't have brought him in at all if he you know if he was just going to make up the numbers. It has to be an injury thing. I'm sure Nigel Clough will uh, spread more light on that uh, as we go on. Um, let's have some more comments. Alan says a good team performance today. A little nervy at times, but solid. Uh, got the ball away when we needed to. I would take top off uh, at the end of the season. Come on, you stags. Gordon gave us the edge today. Uh, Pedro says, I'll go for Gordon, man of the match. Don't worry, I've made a, a, a note of that. Uh, Mark says, man of the match, Gordon today. But there were others uh, as well. But Gordon just shaved it. We'll go through those uh, in about five minutes or so. I've already started making a list in the absence of rugby watching Cam. Uh, Mark says, good result today. Nice to get back to winning ways. Um, Clive says, tough call for man of the match. I'll go with Quinn. Uh, Roger says, a better defensive display today, which I was really pleased with. Uh, Wayne says, bring on Bradford now and get back to that winning streak. And if I'm right, Cook can't play against us, which is a massive boost because he's the one uh, scoring their goals at the moment since leaving us. Um, yeah, he can't play against us um, in that fixture on uh, on Tuesday night. Um, and obviously, uh, Roland Menese, who's on loan at Grimsby, can't play against us later in the month um, either. Uh, Loneys cannot play against their uh, their parent clubs. Going to check the Andy Cook thing, though, because I know um, they've got two Cooks in their ranks, haven't they? Um, yeah. They've got him. He and has got, scored. He has, yeah, he has yeah. scored today. He scored the winner in the 66th minute for them um, today, what proved to be the winner anyway. But he has been scoring for them, which is good to see for him on a personal level. I just, I, out of the two, like I've said numerous times, I'd like, to, I'd very much like to see him still in the stag shirt. Um Roger says, uh, without wanting to be negative, we are a bit toothless in attack. Uh, Clive says, Reed didn't have a brilliant game today, but he was being uh, 
well and physically defended by an able outfit. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, and then some man of the match votes coming in. So start getting those in now. We'll have a little look through the um, the full-time scores in just a minute. Uh, final word on today's game then, Nate. Anything else in particular which uh, Im impressed you uh, today, other than obviously the, the change in the fullbacks, the, the, the decent set play? Uh, do you think Nigel Clough will try and stick with this, or do you think um, it might try and introduce the, the new centre-half in the coming days? Yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. I mean, one of the discussion topics in the pre-match podcast was, do, you know, do we think, uh, did we think Wright was going to come straight in? And then obviously when we seen the team sheet, we were saying, well, you know, what does does this mean? You know, is, is, it, uh, is it a matter of saying to those defenders, you've got to do your job now, because if you don't, we've got a, a more than capable player of coming in to, to take your place, which we may have not necessarily had before. So, you know, if it if that is the case, then I would be surprised to see him come in on Tuesday night, because you know Rawson and Sweeney did their jobs tonight, so you know they can't be this afternoon, so there can't be any complaints in that aspect. Clean sheet, uh, good performance, but then you know you you are coming up against a different opposition, so um, you know against uh, against Bradford. So whether you know Clough is looking at it in a more detailed, analytic matter where. You're looking at the, the, the caliber of player you're coming up against. Maybe that that might be a factor. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But for me, so you know, I think the players that I've done that, that have gone out there today, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tuesday night unchanged because we know that Cuff does like to do that when, especially after a win and when players have played well. Yeah, he does love an unchanged uh, lineup today. But I thought he, uh, I, even though technically, I suppose you know, one of the changes today um, was uh, in enforced. Um, making three changes today, I thought it was a, a bold move from him. You know, we've got the options there as, as well to um, to bolster it with the experienced defender uh, coming in um, on a on a you know on a contract until the end of the season. Uh, reminder of the fixtures then between now uh, and the end of next month. Obviously, that's uh, February done with. Can you believe that already? Uh, on to March, where there's eight games. Uh, Bradford away on Tuesday night. Join us for that one. And then uh, Barrow away on Saturday. Uh, Tuesday the 9th, it's Cheltenham at home. Saturday the 13th, it's Crawley away. Then three consecutive home games. Tuesday the 16th is Carlisle. Saturday the 20th is Grimsby. And then Tuesday the 23rd, Forest Green. Early kickoff time, 6pm for that one. And then finishing the month with a trip to Tranmere on the 27th. Keep your votes coming in um, for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. We'll get those uh, coming in from you in just a second. Uh, first, though, let's take a little jaunt to see uh, what's happened elsewhere in Skybet League 2 uh, today and get those uh, full-time scores and the picture from elsewhere in Skybet League 2 this afternoon as Mansfield beat Morecambe by a goal to nil. <laughs> So the Stags win by a goal to nil, as we say, a result which takes them to 16th in the Skybet League 2 table. Elsewhere, it finished Bolton 1, Barrow 0, Carlisle 1, Oldham 3. Carlisle 1-0 up at half-time in that game. Uh, Crawley Town 2, Exeter 0. It's currently goalless between Forest Green and Colchester, which kicked off uh, about six minutes or so ago. Harrogate were winners 1-0 at home to Grimsby, whilst Leighton Orient fell to a 3-1 defeat at home to Tranmere Rovers. Newport and Stevenage played out a goalless draw, whilst Port Vale were beaten 1-0 at home to Cambridge. Scunthorpe were also beaten 2-0 at home to Cheltenham, whilst it was goalless between Southend and Salford. And the only other results uh, today, other than ours of course, Warsaw 1, 
Bradford City 2. Andy Cook, of course, the Stags Loney scoring again for Bradford City. In terms of the Skybet League table, it's Cambridge who lead the way at the top. Two points clear of second place Cheltenham, who we play this month, coming up next month. Third place is Forest Green as it stands. Playoffs is made up as Tranmere, Morecambe, Newport and Bolton. Bolton on 47 points. That's just 10 points ahead of the Stags for you optimists out there. Mansfield in 16th position on 37 points. Also same amount of points in 17th is Warsaw. Stevenage then on 35 points in 18th. Then in 19th it's Scunthorpe United on 35 points. Port Vale on, on 34 points in 20th and Colchester as it stands uh, in 21st place on 34 points. Bottom three then there's a bit of a gap between uh, 21st and 22nd. It's South End just above the drop zone on 28 points. Barrow in 23rd on 26. Uh, which gives us an 11 point buffer between uh, ourselves and then and then it's Grimsby at the bottom of the table on 24 points Grimsby and Barrow um, both have games in hand on the Stags however the Stags do have a game in hand on Southend in 20 seconds so lots of football still to be played this season lots of twists and turns I'm sure to come as well get your votes in now for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match the coveted award which wins a bottle of virtual champagne at the expense of Nathan Edge. And let us know who you feel was man of the match today as Mansfield Town beat Morecambe by a goal to nil at the One Call Stadium thanks to Jordan Bowery's 40th minute goal. Nathan Edge, how many uh, names have you got in contention for today's Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? I've got a top three with an honourable mention. No, two honourable mentions. Oh, hang on. I might need to fade you up on the old fader. Are you there? Have I, have I got yeah, you? I'm there I'm you here. go. This is what happens when I'm trying to do Cam's job on the podcast as well. Right. How many names well, we know, have you got? We know you struggle with math, don't we? Yeah, so, I know. Uh, so I'm going to go. But I've got four plus one. That, that's five. Great, just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's five for me. Right, I've got. I'll extend it then. I'll do four plus an honourable honourable mention. So go for you. Go for your five. So my five are Kel Gordon, Jordan Bowery, George Maris, Stephen Quinn, and Jason Law. Okay, so who? Give me your reasons. In give me your reasonings then, and then uh, give me who you're going to nominate. Okay, I'll try and run through them uh, relatively quickly. So. Um... We'll start with with Cal Gordon. You know, come come back in after after the after, after being out injured. Um, you know, I think he, as as we said with with Mal, I think he made a big difference to the back line, uh, both defensively, but obviously he was he was very good going forward today. Bit like uh, bit like Aidan White sometimes on some of his runs. So uh, just with a few less stepovers. But so he, you know he he did well. 
Um, George Maris, for me, very you know, he battled in that midfield. Um, you know, did a lot of the the hard work. There's countless times he picked the pocket of uh, Morecambe when they were looking to try and get something going. So, you know, I thought he had a, had a really decent game today. Uh, Jordan Bowery obviously got the goal. Looked a lot better player out on that left hand side. Um, you know, countless times again with him, his power down that left. He got some decent balls into the box as well. So he had another great game back to his usual self we've already said about law how well uh, he's done uh, first of all playing in a, in a sort of a newer position well that we've seen on a match day anyway um, and he certainly hasn't looked out of part at all in this uh, in this team but I'm gonna give my vote to Stephen Quinn today I thought he again a bit like Marius did a lot of that hard work of uh, you know the, the, the tackling and uh, battling in that midfield um, his passing was was very good today. His link up with uh, with, with Mal and sort of and, and Barry as well on that left side was was great. And obviously uh, got the assist for for Barry's goal. I thought he had a. I think he just made a big difference coming in again today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd be inclined to agree with that. I thought um, Quinn. Uh, he is one of my uh, my four. Uh, so my four are Quinn, uh, Law, uh, Maris, and Mal with an honourable mention to Aidan Stone, as, <laughs> as you can predict. Um, he's took a lot of criticism lately. I think he's deserved his clean sheet today. He didn't have anything to do, but what he did do, he did it very well. That's that covered. Um, so let's go back. Quinn, um, like Nathan said, I thought he did very, very well. Um, he, you know, the assist for the goal was very good. Knocked the ball into a bit of space, you know, opened up a, a crossing um, corridor, if you like, um, put the ball into that corridor of uncertainty and Barry took it very, very well. There were two or three opportunities where uh, an openings where he did that thought he did that very very well um Jason Law I thought was tremendous uh, for me today uh, really really good different position playing on the right hand side of that forward three um he had two three four opportunities for a shot some good little passes and interchanging play in there as well looked hungry and that's what I like to see uh, from a forward looked really really hungry looked really keen to impress uh didn't look out of place at all so really really impressed uh, with him um, Maris again I thought he did very very well like Nathan said swept up a lot of the time some good balls forward and like I said earlier in the show late on you know just put the ball out of play in difficult areas to try and get out of which uh, is very very good for him and uh, a little quick one on Maris as well I'm sure we'll touch upon this at the end of the season the role he's playing this season for us is a lot deeper than where he was for Cambridge Cambridge he was involved you know just off the front two or just off the front line Um and uh, you know, got a lot of goals and assists from from that position. He's playing a lot deeper for Mansfield, and he's you know it's taken him a little bit of time to try and figure that role out. But he's doing it very, very, very well. Uh, and Mal for me today, um, tremendous um, down that left hand side. Gave us a little bit more assured of an assured presence. Linked up very well with Quinn and Bowery. Created a lot of the movement. Created a lot of space. Did a lot of work off the ball. Um, colours to the mass though my vote is going to go for Jason Law um, like I said I thought he was absolutely tremendous today one of the one of the shining lights for us and in recent weeks he, he's done really really well and um, he's certainly enjoying his place um, at the minute let's see though where things go in the comments shall we Nathan I've been dropping them down as, you, as uh, viewers may have been able to tell as we've been going on um, to try and sort of keep an air of mystery about it Ethan says Maris man of the match um Richard says Quinn or Maris. 
another Richard says, Maris, man of the match for me. Richard ba uh, Bowery, Roger Bowery. Um, Wayne says, man of the match, got to be Law, playing like he's been a regular all season. Uh, Glynn says, uh, Maris, man of the match. Kathy says, um, uh, Gordon uh, for man of the match. And Richard says, correct decision, just shaded Maris. Um, I presume he's talking about me adding Jason Law in uh, as mine there. Um, as, as that's coming through uh, I'll read it as that anyway um, so that's it, the man of the match vote is uh, is uh, over it's done with, um, but let's find out who has uh, won the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match award today Maths time kids Will it be the youngster Jason Law? Will it be the returning right back Callan Gordon? Is it the midfield maestro Stephen Quinn? Or the deep lying playmaker George Maris? Will the goal scorer Jordan Bowery take the honours? Or will Samal keep his crown? The votes have been counted and verified. Ish. And I can now reveal that today's Mansfield Matters Man of the Match Award and winner of an honourable Twitter mention from Nathan and a retweet from the Mansfield Matters account. What better prize in the world, by the way. Has been awarded to... Jason Law... And George Maris, tied level on votes, Nathan. Happy with that? Four apiece. Yeah, it just makes my tweet a little bit harder to do, but that's <laughs> fair enough. At least it's not four this time like the other week. Yeah, absolutely. So well done to, to Jason Law and uh, to, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to George Maris in that one. So uh, well done uh, to those. Stephen Quinn as well. I'm um, just reading the uh, a comment which has just come in. Uh, talking about uh, correct decision, just shaded Maris was Quinn. Uh, so actually, I've added another vote for Quinn, Nate. So actually, it goes three ways. So yeah. it's Stephen <laughs> Quinn, uh, Jason Law, and George Maris. I mean, there you go. You took this job upon yourself. Maybe I'm... Do, I mean, should I start making oh, a graphic gosh. for it? Should I jump on the bandwagon now? Or, or should I just leave it to you? I think you've quite enjoyed doing it, haven't you? Oh, it's, it's been good fun, but I suppose uh, everyone loves a good graphic, don't they? I don't, because I'm blind. I couldn't really care less, but, you know... That's it. Do you know? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you. Keep, I don't want to. You know, because obviously in uh, in in this on on this show. Superstitions matter. So I'm not gonna change anything. You're gonna tweet it, and I'll just casually retweet it as we usually do. Happy at that? We talk about superstitions. There was one game where I didn't do it. And that was deliberate because we lost. I was like, I'm going to see, am I, am I ruining it with this? But then it made no difference. So I've just gone back to doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. We love it. <laughs> we, yeah, we've won now. So let's not change it yet. Absolutely. We love it anyway. Well, that's it. Thanks very much to Mr. Nathan Edge. Go and answer your door to some pigeons again. <laughs> he will be back with us on Tuesday night as the Stags travel to Bradford looking to make it two wins from two. Can they do that? We'll wait and see. Today, though, thanks to Jordan Bowery's 40th minute goal, they ended a run of three straight defeats to get back to winning ways and put an 11 point buffer between themselves and the relegation zone thanks to a 1 0 win over Morecambe at home. Great stuff 
uh, as well. Excellent uh, performance from the boys. Not pretty at times, but the thing which counts the most is that the job was well and truly done. So thanks very much for getting involved um, with tonight's show and uh, your comments, as always, are appreciated. Join us again on Tuesday at 5.50 for the warm-up show, Facebook exclusive, and then 15 minutes after the full-time whistle from all the reaction, the debate, and much, much more as the Stags head to Bradford. This afternoon, on a sunny afternoon at the One Course Stadium, across sunny, glorious Mansfield, Mansfield Town did what was needed to complete the jigsaw. Score a goal, keep a clean sheet, and put three points on the board. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Cam Felton, remember that when it's a choice between the podcast and rugby in the future. All right, son. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you Tuesday. The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.